Podcast Marketing Experiment, episode number two. I am so glad to be back with you for this second episode of the Podcast Marketing Experiment. Now, if you haven't listened to episode number one, I would encourage you to go all the way back there and listen to that first. I say all the way back like it's been a long time ago. Um, There's only one episode before this one, so go back, listen to it, read the description of the podcast, get yourself familiarized with what is um, going on and what this experiment is all about, and then join me back here. However, if you're ready to go ahead and you've done all that already, you're ready to move on, then I'm excited to talk to you about what is on my mind for today. Again, we're going through right now just a a series of of episodes thinking about my logic, okay, really talking through my logic for why we're doing this, for what this is, why we're doing it, and how we're doing it. And it really is very much an experiment. As we go along, things are going to change undoubtedly, and so we're going to have Um, things that are working, things that are not working. And so as we approach it that way, we'll make those adjustments that we need to make. All right. Now, um, I want to talk a little bit about why I'm, I'm capitalizing on audio and then the logic of podcasting for business. Like why would somebody start a podcast instead of, um, you know, maybe starting a blog or starting a YouTube channel or becoming an Instagram influencer or setting up a TikTok channel. Um, Why would somebody choose to go this route, the audio route, the podcast route, instead of doing something else? And this may help you in your business clarify your thinking as well. Okay, in general, audio is an incredible platform and it offers benefits and advantages that uh, ultimately video and even blogs are not able to deliver on. Okay, it's unique in many, many respects. First of all, let me just say that it is um, the oldest form of communication, storytelling. Right. This is this is audio. Now, of course, you know, you know, you could argue real life is visual, and and so maybe video is more natural. But um, it's really not. I mean, the way that video gets produced and things these days, it's really not so natural. Whereas audio podcasts, a lot of times, are very natural. They're much more conversational. They're not so chopped up. You know what I'm saying? They are more like that one-on-one intimate conversation. Somebody is right in your ear. They're up close to the mic. A lot of times the mic sounds pretty good, uh, if not great like this one. So you get super good quality. It's very clear. It's very intimate. It's very close. It's very personal. There is a connection you're able to make with with audio that goes beyond what you're able to make with video. Also, um, somebody will spend a lot more time with you on audio than they will on other platforms. And this is for the practical reason that people listen to things on the go. People have a commute. Um, People have a workout schedule. People cook dinner. They do the laundry. All of these things, they could watch a YouTube video while they're doing those things. Maybe they could watch um, some other sort of video source like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. But those are all active. 
right? You have to actually be scrolling through and changing to different videos, at least on those latter platforms that I mentioned. Somebody could watch a long-form YouTube video or something, but they're going to be distracted. And so certainly they're not going to watch something that they want to pay close and careful attention to. But they will listen during those same times, especially to a long-form audio podcast, especially one that they love and there are multiple episodes of and that they can binge and their podcast player will just autoplay one to the next. Okay, again, while you're driving, right? Think about that. You listen to audio. There's nothing wrong with listening to audio while you're driving. You can get into it. You can really have that experience of, of learning and being educated and then also being entertained. Whereas, again, it's it's probably not the safest. Now, I'm not going to say I never do it because I definitely have done it, but it's probably not the safest to watch videos while you're driving. And 100% you should not be reading blogs while you're driving. So you have this opportunity to connect with people differently. If you look at the retention numbers just on, hey, like how long does somebody stick around to watch my YouTube video? Or hey, how long does somebody stick around to read my blog? Usually they're there for, you know, most cases a few seconds. If you're lucky, you get them to stick around for a minute or two. And in most cases, they're going to drop off, right? So there are these tremendous disadvantages to these written and video platforms that a lot of times people won't talk about, okay? With a audio podcast, for example, somebody is usually going to listen to an entire episode of a show. I mean, just think about this. Like in your own, if you're, okay, so if you're listening to this, you are likely a podcast listener, a regular podcast listener, and you're interested in, in, in maybe even transcending that a little bit, going beyond that and getting into the podcast marketing space. So let's think about this for a second. When you listen to podcasts, what do you do? Are you in the habit of cutting off your podcast a minute into them or even you know 15 minutes into them? I would say very likely not. You are probably in the habit of listening fully to the shows that you regularly consume. That should help you, I think, to really see what I'm talking about here. It's the same kind of thing. It's not just you. There's a real opportunity for capitalizing on audio because of the way that people listen to it. I also think that there's a huge opportunity for capitalizing on audio just because of the future of how things are going. Audio is going to be a gigantic um, platform going into the future as more smart devices come onto the scene, smart speakers specifically, because you can talk to them and they can return a result. And that return um, comes through audio. Now, yeah, there is transcription and stuff, but we're still like, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty far away from a super solid um, audio transcription solution that sounds natural and inhuman. And, and, and I just can't... Um, I, you know, I listen to Alexa, and I think Alexa's AI is is actually really, really good for reading, given the technology where it is and things. I think Alexa is doing a really good job with that. I will say though that there's just no substitute for hearing a human being in a conversational tone. Uh, at least right now, I mean, like you can definitely still tell a difference, even with the best AI that is out there. And so I, I think that it's important that we have good audio content for a variety of different 
likes, interests, marketing verticals, whatever you want to say, going into the future. So there's a tremendous opportunity to capitalize on audio no matter what you're doing, no matter what business you're in, no matter what hobby you have. Um, there's a really uh, interesting opportunity here. One more thing I'll say, and this might be the last thing before I move on to, sort of to the next part. So the other thing is just the convenience of audio. So believe it or not, audio is super convenient to record. It takes very, very little effort to actually set up. Once you have a, a even a halfway decent setup, the, the microphone I'm using is a USB microphone, the Shure MV7, and it, um, uh, it, it costs like $249, I think. I mean, you can get a $249 USB mic, go directly into your computer, and get sound like what you're hearing. And that is pretty darn good. A, a absolute audio file would be able to tell the difference between that and one that was plugged in with an XLR and was was mixed uh, prior to going into the computer, etc. But it's it, it's uh, trust me, I worked in recording studios for a very long time, and I can tell the difference. But the difference to most people is not noticeable. It's really not. And so for $250, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to get into this game anymore. For $250, you can get a mic that makes you sound like an absolute professional and start doing an audio podcast. I don't even, now this may change in the future, I don't know, but in some of my shows that I had in the past, I would do like intro music and the whole nine. And I polled people on that and they just weren't interested in it. They wanted to get right into the content. So I don't even think you need to go out to, 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 some, to some service or even to Fiverr or Upwork or something like that and have an introduction, a professional sounding quote unquote introduction made for your podcast. I think that you could actually just record an introduction yourself and or you know you could even use the same one for multiple episodes like I do in one of my other podcast actually two of my other podcasts or in this one as of right now I'm just sort of jumping into it right I am introducing myself and the show with a you know a, a, a somewhat thought out uh, introduction and getting right into the content that's what people want people want the content they don't really care about the theme music okay um, so it's it's easier than ever to get into audio you don't have to if you know, if you're a lady you, know, you don't have to fix your hair right I mean you don't have to worry about your your background in the room you don't have to worry about your lighting you don't have to worry about any of those things and I recently took a, a couple months sort of um, uh, adventure into YouTube, you know, land and and trying to do some things there, and um and I'm enjoying it, and I'm going to return to that, um and maybe even I don't know, maybe even keep it going in the midst of some of this. But what what's super important is like I'm starting to get bogged down in like, oh, well, my background doesn't look right, and so I'm going to have to spend this money on getting my background right, and that you just don't have any of those considerations. When it comes to audio, it's pretty objective by a, you know, and, and let me just back up a little bit. What I mean is the difference between subjective and objective. Okay. It's, it's, it's fairly good audio quality it is pretty objective. I mean, there is some subjectivity to it, but most people can tell the difference between good audio quality and bad audio quality. Now, you, you may have a difference um, in opinion on what is great audio quality versus just good audio, audio quality. Like I said, somebody who's an audiophile may be able to tell that. But when you're looking at somebody's YouTube background, that is very, very easy to 
say, you know, to, to, to make a judgment about. And people have different preferences of design, et cetera. And it's, it's really hard to know what to do. So with audio, it's like go buy a $250 microphone and you are in the game. With video, it's a little bit more complex than that. And I think that complicates things. Okay, let's uh, move to the second thing that I wanted to uh, talk about, and that is the logic of podcasting for business. And it's interesting because I recorded an episode of my other podcast, the Faithful Business Podcast, a little bit about this the other day. And then uh, yesterday in one of the membership uh, groups that I am a part of, this topic came up. And I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of funny. I just recorded a podcast episode, ironically. Uh, about that. And so I wanted to kind of talk through this logic with you here on the podcast marketing experiment so that you could really, you know, get into my, my thinking on, on this. So if I were to set up the question, right, what's the premise? The question is, what is the right kind of content to produce when you're ready to get into content marketing? Okay, when you're a business and you're ready to get into content marketing, what is the right kind of content to produce? Now, we could get platform specific, but in general, I'm talking about, um, you know, piggybacking on the first part of our conversation. Is it written? Is it audio? Or is it video? Is it written? Is it audio or video? What should we start with? All right. Now, I talked about some of the advantages of audio and disadvantages of the other platform in the first part. That's what I meant by capitalizing on audio. But now I want to talk about the logic of it from a business perspective. So what is the kind of person that would start a podcast versus starting a YouTube channel or starting a blog? Why would that matter? Why would it make a difference? Well, you have to use some of those things that we were talking about earlier as a metric and begin to apply it. So the question you want to ask is, what does your audience do? In other words, how does your audience consume content? Who is your audience? You have to determine that first. And then you have to figure out where they go to consume their content, at least Broadly. Now, I think, of course, everybody goes everywhere, right? In this day, most people listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, and uh, read blogs. So th the question is not which one do they do because they do them all. The question is where do they spend the most of their time specifically as it relates to the kind of content that you would be creating? And by the way, this could also inform the kind of content that you would be uh, creating. So I want to give you two sort of examples. One, uh, uh, well, they're both real world examples. Okay. One is, is my example of why I am leaning into the podcast, uh, strategy. And then the other example is going to be a client of mine who I do not do content marketing work for, but, uh, based on the kind of business that they're in, why I think they would choose a different form of content marketing than what I have chose and, and why. So, for my business, which is called North Mac Services, uh, NorthMacServices.com, we provide marketing on autopilot. That's the game. That's what we do. We, we build you a high converting website. We do your email marketing, your review and reputation management, content marketing. We get in there and do it all. Okay. We're, we're your marketing department. That is the idea. Marketing on autopilot. So our audience is entrepreneurs. Now, 
it, it just so happens to have worked out that uh, because I am a Christian, I come from a faith-based Christian background, many of my clients are uh, faith-based entrepreneurs. So my, my primary podcast is the Faithful Business Podcast, okay? So that is my primary audience, really, is Christian entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs in general. So um that's still fairly broad, right? Because I haven't gone down like a specific industry vertical or anything like that. So how do I make the decision? Well, I am an entrepreneur. I know other entrepreneurs and I have an idea for how entrepreneurs tend to value their time and tend to spend their time. Now, I also know, check this out, I also know that entrepreneurs who are at different levels are going to spend their time differently. So here's what I mean. An entrepreneur who is in the startup game is mostly going after how-to content, how-to types of content. And you're going to find how-to content where? On YouTube and on blogs on YouTube and on blogs because they what they're trying to do is keyword research specifically into how to how to do this how to set up your email marketing how to set up your this how to set up your that now if somebody values here's the question time versus money right um really it's a question of does someone have more time than money or more money than time and how does someone value that do they value their time more or do they value your money for uh value their money more excuse me so if if you're thinking about this it's sort of like how is someone that is searching for how to content to diy everything is it really rational in most cases to think that those people can afford the services that you're offering? Now, maybe it is in your case. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it is, and you need you need that how-to type of content to draw those people in. For me, if you don't have clients that average you about $1,000 a year, it probably doesn't make sense given what I offer for us to work together. Sure, I'm happy to actually go in and build you a website. You know what I mean? Like we could, you know, we could pare it down to that. But what I do for people is, is, is at least the direction my business is going is much different than just building a website. The idea is to get a business result. And so if that's what we're doing, if that's what we're talking about, then there is a certain kind of customer that is going to be able to afford those services and a certain kind that is not. That's just the reality of the game. That's not being mean. That is, hey, there's a business investment to be made here. And I find that most of the time, people who are searching for how-to content on blogs and YouTube videos are not the kind of people that have more money than time. They're just not, okay? They are the kind of people who have more time than money and are spending their time learning how to do the DIY things for the precise uh, reason that they don't have to pay somebody else to do it for them. All right, so that so that's the difference there. I hope you see that. So in my case, I'm like, okay, well, entrepreneurs, what they do a lot is listen to podcasts. I know because I am one and I listen to a lot of podcasts and I know a lot of others who listen to a lot of podcasts. And why is that? Well, a lot of times podcasts aren't focused on that how-to content because it's 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 let you're you're not able to you know that's something you have to take your time you have to read sometimes slowly you want to be able to see what's on the screen pause the video right podcasts are not ideal for how-to content but they are ideal for motivational content they are ideal for strategic 
content. They are ideal, right, for for business education, learning how to deal with your, you know, your business finances or learning how to deal with your business marketing, right? These are things that you can learn from the why standpoint, from the the what and the why and less of the how, okay? And so those are the kind of people that are not looking for DIY solutions. Those are the kind of people who are looking for done for you type of solutions. They're looking for the sort of solutions that I offer in my business. Now, it is not quite as easy with a podcast to actually get new listeners, okay, than it, it, than it is to, to, to start a blog and do a YouTube channel, especially if you're really focused on SEO, because there's great ways to get new traffic in from those platforms. And that is why, the whole reason why, we've started the podcast marketing experiment, right? The idea is that we're going to use a wide range of podcasting topics to be able to go in and actually cast the net further and bring people back into the main podcast where I call them to action to actually come into my world for the marketing services that I offer. So that's why we're doing this is we're trying to cast that wide net and get podcast listeners of all different kinds and bring them into my main podcast. And hopefully from there, I would be able to convert them into um, longtime audience members and hopefully also to customers. So the logic for me is, well, these people are not looking for how-to content because of the kind of stuff that they are going to be purchasing from me, the kind of services that I offer. These are people who need strategic help, who need business motivation, etc. So what about another you know, type of business? Okay, I'm in, again, the marketing and website design uh, space, and I don't think that people who are interested in DIY stuff have the money to really afford the services that I am uh, trying to offer them. Now, one of my clients, I won't go into, you know, I'm not going to say their name and everything, just confidentiality and all that, but uh, one of my clients is a um, building manufacturing company, okay? They they make sheds, okay? They make high-quality premium sheds. And for them, what should they choose? You know, if they want to get into content marketing, should they choose a blog? Should they choose video? Or should they choose a podcast? Well, now here we have to think a little bit differently, right? Because I don't know too many people that are actively searching out for podcasts that are pertinent to their need for a building, how-to type of content, you know, learning how to take care of your garden, how to do things in your yard, etc. That doesn't seem like really a great fit for a for a podcast. Now, perhaps it could eventually be turned into a podcast to capture stragglers, but really what needs to happen is here, we need to capture people from a very, very wide perspective, okay? Even wider than I think you could go in the podcast marketing strategy, okay? Because you're not just going to you're not just going to be be writing content or or producing content about why they should why somebody should purchase their sheds right? That's not the kind of content that they're going to need to, to produce because nobody would read that content. Who cares about that content? No, instead, they're going to have to produce content based around the kind of things that people are searching as it relates to gardening, as it relates to storage solutions for their ATVs and their lawn tractors and things like that. Okay, they're going to need to create content around how to take care of your pool shed, okay? And then 
those tangential content ideas can be translated to, hey, by the way, we have these awesome sheds here and you should purchase one because we make the best sheds for this application, right? What would work there? Honestly, you could go video or written, I think, in those cases. I would actually even lean towards written because I think more people are going to be searching for, uh, this is just my hypothesis, we might would test this, but I think more people would be searching for content on Google than necessarily on YouTube for how to do some of the things that I am referring to as it relates to storage solutions for them. So if we were going through this with them, then that's exactly what I would I would recommend is, hey, let's start with some written content, see if we can get some traction there. And then this thing might eventually evolve into a YouTube channel once we have somebody who we could we could we could use to be really the face sort of of the channel and start producing content for for that right. So it's also a budget thing, right? If somebody wants to spend uh, the money, then maybe we could go down the video route first. A video would be more expensive to do it right, but it you know it could produce really great results. So that's where you just have to test. I guess if we were to boil this down, it really comes down to whether or not you're, you're after that how-to content or that higher level, um, you know, strategy, why, and business type of content, depending on, and, and you know, like, like I said, like people, people are actively searching out for things. People with a budget, okay, are actively searching out for things when it as it relates to lawn care and as it relates to storage solutions and other things and 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 other types of services as well again i'm just using this as an example whereas the ones who can afford marketing services are are not using technical mumbo jumbo to search for how to content some of them are but very few in comparison to those who are actively searching out for podcasts for motivation and strategy and entertainment as it relates to entrepreneurship business marketing Etc. So that is the thought. That's the, the the logic of sort of podcasting for business and capitalizing on audio. I really hope that this episode has helped clarify some some thinking for you. I would be honored if you would you know if you're interested in 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 you know the way that I deliver and present content and you are someone who is a a, a faith filled entrepreneur. You're super interested in doing business as it relates to your faith and spirituality, and you realize that uh, it's really more of a calling than anything else. I would encourage you to check out my podcast, the Faithful Business Podcast. You can head over there. We post a weekly episode every Monday as of right now on the Faithful Business Podcast. So I'd love for you to go check that out. And we will uh, see you over there and see you in the next episode of the podcast, Marketing Experiment.